This is a Dreamcast disc and is for use only on a Dreamcast unit. Playing this disc on a hi-fi or other audio equipment can cause serious damage to its speakers. Dreamcast, up to six billion players. Welcome back to the stage of history. Why don't we play together? Hey, 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 it's time to make some crazy money. Are you ready? Here we go! Please stop this disc now. Now, 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 now. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Dreamcast Junkyard Dream Pod, the ultimate podcast about all things Dreamcast. My name is Rob. And I'll be your host today on what should be one cracking show, featuring information about an exciting new release for the Dreamcast, some dodgy Dreamcast dealing on eBay, an exciting announcement regarding the Junkyard, and of course a rundown of what titles the team have been playing this week. We've got all that and more lined up on today's pod. But before we get to that, let's introduce today's podding team. Firstly, sitting on a throne constructed from abandoned Dreamcast jewel cases, we have the king of the Junkyard, Tom. <laughs> Say hi, Tom. Wow, what an introduction. How was it? Hello. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Okay, uh, secondly, we've got the Junkyard's resident Sonic expert, Aaron the Gagaman Foster. Say hi, Aaron. Fair enough. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Thirdly, we have a man who is on a mission to build the largest Resident Evil video game collection of all time. It's Gaz, aka Lost Ruin. Good evening. Good evening. And rounding out today's awesome panel, we have one of the Junkyard's American staffers, Caleb. Say hi, Caleb. America. <laughs> <laughs> USA. 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 Okay, cool. Okay, so, uh, intros are done, guys. Um, so we're going to move straight on to what we've been playing. So, the Chooseinator is going to choose... Caleb, what have you been playing this week? Well, I've been just messing around with my Dreamcast. I've been testing out a lot of the old stuff. Uh, it's really a pain to test out the old light guns, you know? Because uh, they don't work on modern TVs. <laughs> sure. So, basically, I've just been kind of looking through those, seeing you know if there's been any damage, because they haven't been stored properly. Uh, but yeah, that's about it for the Dreamcast. And I've also been uh, messing around with the... Uh, Sorry, Caleb, just to interrupt. Which kind of light guns have you been using? Uh, the third well, party the or the official Dreamcast ones? never really came out. The Mad Cats one was technically the first party one in the United States because the, the weird-looking phaser one never got yeah. released here. Yeah, of course. Uh, so there's the big, bulky Starfire ones, which is really cool, and then the uh, the little phaser-type uh, Mad Cats ones, which are also good. Uh, I, I, mainly, I mainly use the Mad Cats ones. They seem, uh, the, they seem pretty good. Cool. Anything non-Dreamcast Yes, I've been related? playing the Don't Starve Together beta. And that would be a really awesome game, uh, as long as you don't try to play in the public servers. Because, man, there are so many trolls, it's not even funny. Uh, Don't Starve uh, is like a 2D, uh, eh, it's like a survival game, slash like kind of like a Minecraft type deal. Uh, you basic, Yeah, basically you're just, it, this is the, the beta, which is like you play with a bunch of other people. Uh, so basically the goal is supposedly with the different game modes is to like cooperate and stuff. Uh, but there's a lot of trolls and there's a lot of people who don't understand like what the different game modes are. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's not, it's not as fun as it could be, but man, it's, it's, it's a really interesting experience. Okay, sweet. Okay, let's move on. Gaz, what have you been playing? Uh, right. I actually had my Dreamcast set up and my boy's been playing on it. He's been playing some, uh, Nesta DC, which is the, uh, NES emulator on there. He's been, uh, 
going through the catalogue and finding some cool stuff to play. Uh, I've had a go myself on uh, Mario and Donkey Kong and uh, trying out some new games. Oh, Star Wars. That's a great game on the NES, isn't it? It's fantastic. <laughs> Is that the one where Darth Vader turns into a scorpion? Mm. Or... No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I remember playing it, what, 20 years ago, and I've just found it on, on the catalogue. And I thought, yeah. oh, yeah, I remember playing that. I, play, I played it for five minutes, and I kept dying. I was like, God, I hate this game now. <laughs> <laughs> I never remember being that frustrating, but, yeah, that's all I've been playing on the Dreamcast. Okay. Uh, other stuff, um, I've, I've won a copy of Project Cars on the Xbox One for doing a fast lap challenge at my local game. Oh, nice. So that was kind of cool. Uh it's good, but it's not Forza, because I, I do like Forza, but obviously we're not going to talk about, uh, go into too much detail. Uh, bit of Destiny, uh, and perhaps think that's just about it, I think. Okay, cool. Um, Aaron, what have you been playing? Uh, Dreamcast-wise, a couple of weeks ago I played uh, a bit more Mars Matrix, still trying to grind all that money to buy all the last couple bits. I think I've almost got everything now, except for the stuff that's like nine 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 dollars or whatever. But yeah, always fun to go through that game. Unlocking all the score attack mode levels is the best way to grind money in that because you basically have infinite lives in that mode. And you get much more points in that mode as well, so you can just really rack up billions and billions of points each round, pretty much. So, <laughs> yeah, just went back to that for a little bit. And in terms of uh, other games on other systems, um, I just picked up a 3D Thunderblade on the 3DS the other day. Uh, obviously, completely different to the Mega Drive game. It's the it's a port of the arcade version. Really difficult game, actually, considering it's actually a lot slower than like Afterburner. And uh, space area, that kind uh, of thing. But yeah. you quite—I often find yourself crashing into things a lot in that. So yeah, really good port again, like all their other ones were. That's mainly what I've been playing. Cool. Okay, uh, Tom. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been playing on the Dreamcast um, a couple of games actually that I picked up today, which are uh, Street Fighter Alpha Three and Marvel vs. Capcom Two. Uh, there's a shop near me that trades in games, and I took a lot of like old TDI games and 3DO games down and just traded them all in lot for them and uh picked up yeah those two i, I was going to ask you when you said about uh trading them in and getting them for a five i was like how many games did you have to trade in to get them for a fiver <laughs> to be honest i did have quite a few like really like crappy old cdi video cd games that i just wow. kind of didn't want anymore like forward and <laughs> funerals and stuff like that so i just thought <laughs> why do i even have these right. in my collection <laughs> yeah but plumbers don't wear ties or something <laughs> no there's a uh, there's a poster on the video rental place in my town and it's for the cdi version of robocop but it's like the italian version so it's wow. like uh, <laughs> il robato, il corbato. <laughs> oh, <toto. laughs> so it's, it's awesome and it's like uh, i always wanted that thing wow but, uh, yeah uh, right, yeah, yeah i have a cdi too i haven't uh i don't i don't <laughs> the only game i have for it that's good is tetris and that's about it Oh, and and I have the uh, <laughs> I have the one light thing uh, that I have haven't messed around with it. That, no, that, no, no, no! It's the weird. Uh, no, yeah, that was a that great weird, game. Uh, okay. Sci-fi one, like uh, yeah. Oh God, I know the one you mean. <laughs> oh yeah, Chaos Chaos it was hysterical. Chaos, uh, no, Chaos no, I, 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 it's it's no. Yeah, I'm I sorry, think I know the one you mean okay. though. I remember watching someone play that once, but I forget the name of it. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, cool. Sorry, I was going to say, other non-Dreamcast games I'm playing are... I've been playing Hohokam on the uh, on the PS Vita, and also the Unfinished Swan, you know, the uh, the PSN games that came out uh, last week. Uh, yeah, 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 sure. 
Uh, yeah, quite quite like them. They're um, very sort of avant-garde and a bit arty. But uh, yeah, nice. What about you, Rob? Have you been playing anything? Uh, yeah, um, just n- not much this week. Tokyo Highway Challenge um, is literally all I've played on this week. Uh, I think that's Tokyo Extreme Racer. Um, the Japanese version is Tokyo Extreme Racer. Yeah. Um, that the uh, the Genki game. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And apart from that, I, I haven't really played anything else, but I did pick up, unfortunately, after moaning last week that people should take a step back from new collector's editions. I went, Tom basically <laughs> convinced me to get Sturmwind. Um, so I've ordered the special edition of Sturmwind. Um, so I haven't got Does that come with like, a little, little doll thing or something? Yeah, it no- comes with like a little spaceship that was 3D printed. That's right, yeah, it comes with a spaceship, yeah. like soundtrack, you know, special box game, that sort of stuff. Am I, am I just, am I making this up in my brain? I thought like there was like a little plushy thing for one of those games. I mean, what am I thinking of? No, no, you, you're right, Caleb, you're right, it's the, um, the sort of tentacle yeah, yeah. buddy the that one. looks like a, like a, like oh, a Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. It looks a bit like a Thulu, but it's like a plush I think they thing, sold that so. separately. I don't think that was like with the special edition. I think that was just like a separate promo item of some kind. And it, it's, it's so interesting that like, you know, 3D printing and stuff, like people can actually do little items like this and have it be cost effective. As soon as I got my special edition that, and I actually did record like an unboxing video, and then I actually accidentally snapped a little bit off the spaceship <laughs> oh, no. when I was doing the <laughs> unboxing. <laughs> I was like, uh, mm. whoops. It was only like a teeny weeny little nick on one of the wings, but like, <laughs> just sitting there going, oh, here's the little spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, well, I hope I don't do that. Anyway, that was that was pretty. Ex- yeah, yeah it, pretty expensive. it's quite fragile, yeah. so I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll take care. Be gentle with it. <laughs> okay, cool. I think that's it then. Uh, anything else? Anyone wants to say before we move? Yeah, on? I was uh, one 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 thing. I was really uh, I. You know how we were all talking about like those gauntlet miniatures? Uh, I thought I was. I got really excited because I was like, oh my god, oh, I yeah. think I have one of yeah, those. Yeah. Uh, but I looked in my collection. It was just like the jester from one of the later games. Uh, so sadly, it wasn't the incredibly rare, expensive no. uh, Gauntlet ones for the Dreamcast uh, versions, and when those all came out for everything. So it's uh, it's it's just a random newer one. I I don't know. It's probably not worth much money. Might be from like one of the later games they did, like on the GameCube yeah, and yeah. Xbox and stuff. I don't know. So they must have done that kind of promotion like another time as well. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, let's move on, guys. Okay, so moving on, we're going to move on to a piece of news that um, got announced this week, and that is that the developer Hucast has announced Redux 2. Um, obviously, this is uh, a pretty big deal on the Dreamcast. Um, so, thoughts, gentlemen, and we're going to start with... Aaron! Bit of a mixed feelings with this, to be honest, because um, when um, Redux uh, got announced and uh, put up on Kickstarter and I funded it and all that, got all like, excited, you know, it's the first Dreamcast Kickstarter, it got all really well funded, all that kind of stuff, and um, yeah, when they were showing it off, it looked really nice and all that kind of stuff, they had all lovely, they even put out like a little PC demo so you could uh, play it on the like player level on the PC, see what it was going to look like, yeah. and then when it came, uh, Something was a bit odd about the graphics. I found, for some reason, it was like really low resolution compared to like uh, Ducks and Ducks 1.5. For some reason, it it didn't quite look as they were advertising it. Basically, I think all the trailers. But even through like RGB or 
Yeah, even through VGA, it just looked really... It was like oh, half okay. the resolution of like all their other games. You could tell straight away just from the logos how... like some Even like the score at the top was all fuzzy and kind of hard to make out. And um, yeah, all their trailers, like it all looked really nice and smooth. And then uh, I questioned them on it and they were just like, oh... Uh, uh, they came up with some excuse of some kind. And then on that trailer they had on YouTube, they conveniently, at the bottom of the description, edited in uh, footage from PC version, and that wasn't there before. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit suspicious. And, was like, and then I finally got it out of them sometime later. I was chatting with them on Facebook about it. It was just kind of like, well, this isn't quite what you're advertising, but, you know, if you just showed it the Dreamcast footage as it actually is on the Dreamcast, that would have been nice. Um... But yeah, they what said they something to do like, with lol. <laughs> they they, they said they hired some other team in to do the the programming or something, and it was they were they were basically passing the buck onto some other developer or some. <laughs> so it's somebody else's fault, isn't it? And then they went and mm. made that duck. They made that Redux one point. I don't know what they call it now. One point one or whatever. They were doing like a upgrade disc, and basically it was supposed to fix it. But it kind of didn't. I don't really understand. Like, they put out... This was the first time they actually put out footage of the game on the Dreamcast as opposed to using, like, a PC build or... Because I know it's on, like, Steam now as well. And, um, yeah, it was just a bit weird, especially after playing, like... Because it, uh, the Kickstarter version came with Ducks 1.5 as well, and that looked so much nicer, like, much smoother. I mean, the game played fine, but it was just too similar to Ducks. It was almost exactly the same. Like... They put out mm. Ducks, then they put out 1.5, and then they put out Redux, which is a remake of Ducks, but with different fuzzier graphics. And it's just like they just keep putting out the same game over and over again. And then they announced on the Neo Geo, like another game, which is basically another remake of Ducks, but running on the Neo Geo. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit, uh, it's a bit strange. The, uh, I mean, they had that deal where, like, with Ducks 1.5. Uh, anybody who bought the original Ducks, like me, uh, they just sent you a free copy mm. of Ducks 1.5. Uh, so it's yeah, just, they did I the same thing with this new I version of Redux see what as well. The point is, it seems like they would have learned their lesson by now and just said, "Well, it's just going to take a little bit longer to make sure that we have the product." Because at this point, it's clear it should be clear like what people want out of it, and so I, I don't. Mm, a third time's a charm? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and the thing with, like, uh, Redux as well is it was about two out, uh, two years, like, in development, and when it came, it didn't really seem all that much different. I mean, Ducks 1.5 and Redux play miles better than the first one. It's got a lot of just little touches to it that make it so much more easy... Well, not, not much easier, but just more intuitive and less unfair than the first game was. The first game, a lot of the time, you'd just die and you wouldn't even be able to see what killed you and all this kind of stuff but uh they just kind of fixed things up on 1.5 and made it a much better game and i think the first game also adds this weird score glitch if you were playing it specifically on a scart cable or like via like not vga you'd get like this weird score glitch as well <laughs> but uh yeah I, I, i'm just a little bit mixed on redux because obviously they put out screenshots and stuff and they're in widescreen and i'm already i'm thinking well those probably ain't dreamcast screenshots <laughs> sure to- tom gaz what do you think I mean, I've seen, obviously I've not actually played the game, but I had a look uh, earlier on in the week at um, some of the gameplay videos of Redux on YouTube, 
And I thought, this looks really, it's like, like, like you said before, it looks really fuzzy. So I checked out another video and it's exactly the same. Hmm. It just doesn't look polished, does it? It's, no, I don't know what it's went like wrong, to be honest. It's like someone's done a pencil drawing and just rubbed their hand all over it and just made it fuzzy. It's, it's really <laughs> weird, the way it looks. And then, but there's no, I've seen, obviously, better shooters and played better shooters, but it just looks too rubbish. It's not something I would buy. It's mm. not, not, when, not when having played the original other, Ducks, but... Yeah, when there's other versions, uh, I mean, if I was going to recommend any of them, 1.5 is by far the best one, because it's got the nice, mm. smooth graphics that the first game's got, but it's got the better gameplay that pretty much Redux has. So Redux is kind of redundant. <laughs> Which is kind yeah, of disappointing when like it was kickstarted. It's, it's like uh, you, you've taken a step forward with with Ducks one point five, and then you've taken two steps back with Redux. Yeah, yeah. It's like well, every <laughs> game. They also should, told you me. Should see they improving. also told me apparently uh, their that other game that they announced quite a while back, uh, Ghostblade. They said they're making that one in house, and they haven't got someone else port in it or mm. whatever it was. So, because um, I think what happens is they built the game for the PC first, and then they sort of downported it to the Dreamcast in some sort of way. I don't know. Mm. Uh, apparently, it was something to do with like the graphic detail was far more high. De- there was more detail in Redux than there was in Ducks, so they had to dr- drop the resolution down to keep the frame rate up or something. But I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but then again, if you're outsourcing as well, it's it's always a gamble, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But apparently, they were saying Ghost Blade won't have that problem, but mm. I don't know. They've shown so little of Ghost Blade, and that that was announced years ago. <laughs> I was going to say my my take on this is that I mean I've I've never really played like Redux, the original one. I played Ducks very briefly. Mm. And like I wrote the original article on the uh, on the junkyard main site, but I was kind of coming in f- as at it from like a bit of a newcomer, and it was like great as far as I'm concerned. It's whatever comes out for the Dreamcast, it's like great for the community and like yeah, exactly. another game that's going to be like sort of lengthening the the lifespan of the console. But since then, all I've kind of heard uh, uh, the only sort of ne- like sorry the only what's the word like sort of feedback that I've had from people is has kind of been negative but mainly aimed at Hughcast themselves for the way they mm. conduct themselves and also how they yeah. find people from the Facebook page for like making ne- negative comments. Um, and also, like you said, Aaron, about the, the fuzzy graphics. me, actually. Because <laughs> I made a whole article on Sega bits about it as well and showed like screenshot comparisons and all this kind of stuff. I'm surprised they didn't right. ban me. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. It just screams of like, well... I mean, I've dealt with indie developers uh, a lot, and, and they do want feedback, whether it's negative or positive. I mean, negative feedback mm. is, is sometimes a lot better than positive feedback or false positive feedback. They don't really, they really don't want you to lie to them because these people are, are, are making games in their garage back in, like, like from back in the day. And well, I mean, we can't actually underestimate how big this story actually is because even like Wired magazine carried this story on their website that. You know, there's a new game coming out for the Dreamcast. They're not even looking at the fact that there's other developers making games. It's just the fact that this one's kind of this story is kind of like hit the big time, and they're going, "Oh look, let's make a story about Dreamcast games, quick!" Yeah, let's exactly. Get, let's jump on the bandwagon. The stool mate. They someone made a new Dreamcast game for the first time <laughs> yeah. in ten yeah, years. Yeah, not it's actually like, true. No, <laughs> not. No, yeah. But the thing with like these Dreamcast games is we, we kind of have to be a little critical, especially when they're coming out on disc and they're charging you like 40, 50 pounds for, or like, and then they do all these special editions and they do like these bundle editions and these big elaborate editions. You want the game to be, you know, as good as it can be, really. So I just hope they've learned 
from Redux 2. I was going to say, me and Rob yeah. kind of took this on the last uh, episode where somebody asked the question about why do these indie games that come out get suddenly elevated to like sort of godlike statuses, even though the games themselves might be absolute crap. The new <laughs> game for the Dreamcast is like, it's 80 quid! It's yeah. like 80 quid! <laughs> no, it's, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, like uh, the co-optional podcast, we're going through the new game releases, and that Alice game had come out, and they were saying like DC, DC. What does that mean? And like none of them had any idea that they're still releasing games for the Dreamcast. So that it's obviously, I think a lot of mainstream people just don't know that it's happening. Well, no, because they are quite a niche thing, I suppose. They are like independently released on the internet, and you know, not all over the place. Okay. Cool. Um... I think we've probably talked enough about that now, um, so let's move on. Um, and <laughs> well, I'd like to move on to something uh, altogether more positive. We're not going to. Uh, recently, there's been a lot of talk on the Junkyard Facebook group um, about bootleg games being sold for literally absurd prices on eBay for the Dreamcast. Um, so, what do we all think of this? Yeah, well, are they, are they being sold, or is it just what people are asking? Because I saw the post. Are, they, are these games... I don't think they're actually selling. Oh, they're not actually... It's, I don't think they're actually selling it's just that people, that money. Obviously they're just trying. Because <laughs> they've never seen it before. They think it's rare, but it's obviously not. It's just a copy of the like game. It's kind of like those eBay things, because they'll do that. They'll put something up for a super high price and try to get somebody like looking at it. And then they'll either relist it, or then they'll add it as uh, "give me your best offer" yeah. to try to uh, lure people in. So even though the prices are like super high, it's not like we can't just say, "Oh, those prices are super high. That guy's not going to sell any." Well, it's eBay, so yes, using certain things, he will actually sell those games for a pretty high price, and it stinks. That's horrible. Sorry, just to give people who are listening uh, a bit of background on this, what happened was that somebody on the Facebook group posted a picture of an eBay auction of a guy who was actually selling uh, Dream SNES, uh, which is the emulator disc plus a load of ROMs, for I think it was like £179.99. And like, and advertising it as super rare Dreamcast game. Um, the, yeah. Yeah, um, the only one on eBay. That's the funny thing is, what it is... Is I actually think he's convinced that because they're bootlegs this, from this disc was like, burnt it's in like 1999, covers, so it's worth 1999 prices. Back in like 2000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he, yeah, exactly. I think he's trying to. Um, he's convinced because they're discs from that were burnt back in like 1999. He's or 2000 or whenever it was when bootlegs started showing up. He seems to think that because of that. Yeah. I mean, I bought rare. my. I mean, like I said, I've got the Nesta DC, which is the NES, and it's got a, a shed load of games in it. I bought it off eBay for like a pound or whatever it was years ago. So they, they are worthless, basically. Yeah, that that one summer I did I did all of them. I did the Sega Master System one. I did the you know the little bit of a Bucky Genesis. Oh, I'm sorry, Mega Drive. I'm sorry. I did that thing. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Get no, it sir, right, I'm Caleb. sorry. Get it Tom, right. Tommy, Tommy, I know we've had this talk before. It won't happen again. Uh, it's the Mega Drive. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Carry on. I just think it, to be honest, I mean, maybe some of it is ignorance, but I think this, I don't know if this guy knew exactly what no, he had. No, or... I would say, I mean, we all laugh when we hear the yeah, prices. And I think it's partially. Yeah, the prices are so high. Partially being a bit sneaky. Yeah, it, the prices are just so high, it has to be a scam to try to get somebody to do a buy it now or a, a lower price thing. And it's like, I mean, it's like. There well, are that's a lot the of, thing, though. Yeah, all, you all you need, need is one, one dude, yeah. Gullible fool. 
you know what I love about those bootlegs when you look at the covers is I still remember this because obviously bootlegs uh, were all over the place back when the Dreamcast was out in boot sales. But the covers, they've got like the old DC Comics logo to represent <laughs> Dreamcast <laughs> in the corner instead of the spiral. I always found that quite hysterical. The one overarching thing is that in this kind of current climate when it comes to like retro games of any any sort of flavour or denomination, it's the fact that it's old means yeah. that it's expensive or it's yeah. worth something. And people are just taking yeah, they are exactly. taking the mick basically mm. when it comes to stuff like this. You know, people have seen it's, it's basically it's a SNES it's a game it's a disc of SNES games that runs on a Dreamcast. It oh, must be super God, that, expensive. That's stupid. That's you know. stupid. Uh, uh. It's like 500 games for your console. Like, again, th- this happened again where, like, that stupid uh, Storage Wars episode where they had stuff that was worth significantly. A-, A number one, anybody who doesn't know, that show is completely fake. That show is fake. A- anybody who knew anything about storage lockers or whatnot, that show has always been fake. But then they, like, put a bunch of, like, rare NES games. So, and it's, like, it's it's clear this is fake, because you got, like, a crappy collection of, like, just normal stuff. And then you just happen to have, like, a little bag of, like, stuff that's worth, like, a lot of money. But then they sell it for, like, three times of what it's actually worth. And it's, like, they have stadium events, but it's not the U.S. version of stadium events. It's the U.K. version, which is worth significantly less, and all this other stuff. And But anytime that goes on the TV, you get all the freaking, you know, you get all the people who don't know that much about video games who want to invest in it. And they'll go out and say, any any NES game's worth a ton of money. Yeah, they go out and they go up in their loft and grab the games down and stick them on eBay for hundreds of pounds. And yeah, it's like, the best. In, is it in storage wars where they... It's, it's worse. It's worse with garage sales in thrift stores because people will just go in there and 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 they'll buy like stacks of like Super Mario Brothers and 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 the stores don't care because when they, when these things come up they're like okay f- cool I'll sell you all that but it's just like it stinks for dudes like me like that's the primary way I get retro video games and I can't get them for a reasonable price anymore no no it's gotten ridiculous now I went to a car boot sale the other week um, and it was one of these weird boot sales where they don't let everyone in till a very specific time, and then everyone just runs in like a, a herd, and you don't know where to look first, so I was just looking around, and I came back to this store that I know always has games, and this guy just had this huge pile of really good Mega Drive games, he was just buying the lot, and I was just like, no! I, bet he, I, I really hope he's actually going to play them, and not just like resell them on eBay, because that's the worst thing now, it's gotten almost impossible to find retro video games at like car boot sales now, because everyone just thinks they're all worth money, so they all just grab them all up. And just mm. Yeah, it's true, I, mean, I, went to one, uh, I went to one a few weeks ago, and uh... Um, I went. I was walking around, and there was just this guy. He had um, he had a table, and literally on the table, all he had was a box NES and uh, and like light gun and a couple of games, and that was all he had. And I said, "Oh, like how much? How much is, is that?" He goes, "Well, it's one hundred and seventy-five pounds." Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah, it's it's, re- it's retro gaming. It's, it's retro gaming." That I was like, "Retro gaming." What? <laughs> yeah. And one other thing I want to say, even worse, even worse than the uh, the people that don't know anything that just buy anything that looks retro for a high price are the freaking like uh, hipster collectors who will go through and they don't know mm. the value of anything, but they got their little smartphones out and they'll just go to like the sites that give like the inflated prices for stuff. And then they'll just, they'll go and they'll buy anything that seems like it might be worth something. And it's just so annoying because like, you know, I just, I, I look through stuff I put down, 
Yeah, it's it's just it's I, I don't know. And these people, I don't think are selling them on eBay. I think they're just creating these giant collections. But it's a cycle. So I think in about you know maybe five years again we'll have this cycle where all these people who have these giant collections of games will just like start just dumping them off in garage sales again. Hopefully that will be the case. I really hope this bubble bursts soon, but I'm really not sure if this bubble is going to burst because there's a big thing going on right now. I mean, you've seen there's that movie, uh, there's that trailer for that sure. movie called Pixels. Yeah. Retro gaming is going to become even more. Oh yeah, and then, then there was the other movie where they dug up the Atari landfill and were like selling the games for like a ridiculous <laughs> price. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Mm. And there's going to be that um, sort of like documentary yeah. film based on that book about Sega competing with I Nintendo would, as well. I would like to, I would like to note one thing. Now, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, Caleb, you know, you shouldn't bring up the whole Sega versus Nintendo thing. All I'm saying is that Sega games generally are reasonably priced. And then it's all the Nintendo stuff that people are paying insane amounts of money for. So I'm just saying, between the two groups, clearly oh, there's, you know... Big time. There's yeah. an issue with the Nintendo paying, just, just paying way too much money for stuff. On this, on this subject, it's slightly off topic of the Dreamcast, but I just want to, I thought it was worth talking about. The fact that PT has actually been pulled off PSN. Oh, is, hmm. I've seen people selling PS4 yeah, with PT installed for a thousand Yeah, we're, we're late to that. On, uh, <laughs> I'm like, on eBay, really? they pulled all those because you can't sell your account. And guess what else? Now you can't download it again. Oh, really? So if you delete it off your account, it's gone, gone. Those are some sour grapes. This is not business. This is a personal issue that they're having with Kojima, and it's sour grapes. And all those lovely, all those people who love Castlevania, all those people who love all the original properties. Well, too bad because Konami's going to be doing. <laughs> Konami's just going to be doing, uh, you know, phone games from now on, and we're not going to see any of those properties. We're going to see like them give them off to the companies that did games like Silent Hill Downpour, where they just find some random company and make a silent hill game we'll, they'll try to find some random company and so yeah so it's it's it stinks but that's what it is pachinko pachinko that's why pachinko. things like bloodstain are happening now <laughs> i guess that's why things like uh bloodstained are happening now you know um ikarashi the creator castle uh symphony yeah. of the night has now gone off right? and just gone oh sod it i'll just make my own one <laughs> just Okay, guys, I think we've talked enough about that now. We need to move on um, because time is rapidly ticking by. So um, next, um, right next, I thought we would talk about um, a pretty big announcement for the junkyard. It's not all doom and gloom. It's not all doom and gloom, no. (laughs) And um, yeah, it's a pretty big thing, this, and I'm going to let Tom uh, introduce it. Okay, um, yeah, so basically what we wanted to announce is that um, the Dreamcast Junkyard will be, thus far, uh, attending Play Expo Manchester as an exhibitor. We'll have uh, loads We'll have loads of different systems set up, we'll have loads of different uh, Dreamcast games that, you know, not just the main ones like Crazy Taxi and, and that kind of thing, we'll have uh, you know, maybe some of the lesser, lesser known games that people can experience for the first time at the event, and uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, I usually attend, person, I, myself and Gaz usually attend these events as part of the Retro Collect crew, but time, uh, Play Manchester, which is one of the biggest gaming events in the country, will be actually attending as the Dreamcast Junkyard. So it's quite big for us. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah. And, Gaz, and again, people, again, any listeners to this podcast will get a special discount where they can get their picture taken with Tommy and it will only cost you 20 quid. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs>
but yeah, it's um, it's a big it's it's a big deal because um, you know play Manchester along with play Blackpool are two of the biggest gaming events in the UK. I mean, we don't have I mean we have things like Eurogamer, but we have nothing sort of on the scale of like E3. So these are kind of like the the big the big events for in the UK. They, I mean, having been a, a part of Retro Collect for the past what three four years, I mean it's a hugely popular event, especially for the retro bods as well, and just having a presence there. Yeah. Is is just is a big deal. It is. Can they make one of these <laughs> events nearer down south? <laughs> this confuses me. Uh, this is the UK, right? Can't you guys just like walk anywhere? It's it's an island. <laughs> it's it's just one. Everyone, everything's there. Yeah, it's one island. It takes about half an hour to get anywhere. <laughs> yeah, with our trains, it takes a long time to just get like, <laughs> yeah. a few miles. Uh, I'm not going to mention the uh, the coach journey from uh, from Southampton to to Blackpool again. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> oh god, yeah, yeah. Play Manchester oh, is uh, it generally happens sort of towards the end of the year. It's usually around about October, October time. We have you know October. as I said, we have. Um, Plans have like different consoles from different regions, so we've got Japanese, American, and uh, PAL systems running different games. We're going to have all the peripherals out there. We're going to have the arcade sticks, the guns, the fishing rod. Yeah, you know, yeah. Play some Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur fishing rod, Soul Calibur fishing rods. Oh yeah, get some maracas in. Two fishing rods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. virtual tennis. Virtual yeah. tennis. Um, and, tennis. <laughs> you know, it's just really exciting because we've We've come such a long way from being a, a tiny little well, rock to being like you know <laughs> one of the like basically, the internet's number one destinations for Dreamcast, like news and reviews and opinions. To actually do our first event as an actual um, mm. editor is, is really exciting. You know, it's 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 a big it's a big thing. Well, that's it. I mean, it's it's always it's it's moving on from being an online presence to being a physical presence in the real mm. world. So, and that's yeah. always a step. It's always a good step. Indeed. Okay, guys, um, I think we're pretty much done. So is there anything else anyone wants to raise right now before we we shut this down? Uh, basically, uh, a couple of weeks ago on the Facebook page and group, I mentioned that we might be giving away some Dreamcast vinyls, some of these special mm-hmm. edition Dreamcast collection vinyls. And uh, basically, yeah. I made this post. It got retweeted about a thousand times. Yes. And like shared about a million times. And then it just all went kind of quiet. And basically, I was waiting for Sega to send them to me. Hallelujah, they've sent them, and they now are sat on my table here in my games room. And we have three to give away. I can't keep them. I wouldn't keep them. And you can't keep keep them. them. I can't. Just because I've told Sega that I will give them away. That's why they gave them to us. They are the most exquisite bits of cast paraphernalia that I currently have in my collection. Yeah. (laughs) What does the vinyl itself? What does the actual vinyl is, look like? It's kind of grey. Like, is it like, like white? Sort of the same colour as the, Ooh. you know, the um, where the controller port is on the Dreamcast. That kind of like weird grey colour. They they exclusively looking like pan oh, okay. like, yeah, yeah. Dreamcasts, and uh, they were commissioned by Sega Europe. I think it was for like ten years since the Dreamcast hmm. came out, or that's something. cool. Yeah, that's I it. think it was yeah, to coincide right, yeah. with the Dreamcast collection that came out on the Xbox 360. Yeah. They did yeah, one for the Mega Drive. We saw them in, well. we saw what a physical copy I've in, got the uh, Mega Drive in Play Blackpool, Tom, didn't we? I showed you. Yeah, the, the, the record. That was the, Mega Drive the guy one. was selling the um, Yeah, one was a blue vinyl as well. It really looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the I mean, Mega these, Drive. These are. Sega made. Sega commissioned 2,000 of these. That was it. 
and we have like three of them from like the late sort of the late run, seventeen uh, hundreds they are. And these things go on eBay when they do appear on eBay, they go for hundreds and hundreds of pounds. So we've got three of them to go away, and we will be doing competitions coming up in the next couple of weeks. I think they only actually, even though it said Sega Europe, when that Dreamcast collection came out, and they were actually doing it as a pre-order bonus. For some reason, everywhere I looked, they were just saying it was oh, really? Australia only. I couldn't actually find them in mm-hmm. like in the UK. Yeah, I couldn't find any UK copies because I managed to get the Mega Drive one roughly not long after it came out for about £20 on its own. So I got quite lucky with that one. But with the Dreamcast one, I just couldn't find it anywhere over here. Everyone was saying it was like an Australian pre-order bonus, but I couldn't well, find might, anything about it. It could well in, be rarer like, than you think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, they only have like three tracks on each side, and they're basically cheap, uh, tunes from like Sonic Adventure and uh, Space Channel Five. Um, but they are like these things are the ultimate. I would love to have one in my collection, but you know, I've said that I'll give them away. I could keep. I could keep one, but I'm not going to do that. You have to let them go. You know, I'm an honest guy. You know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're, we're going to give them away. We're going to make you work for these. Did I say free? I meant two to give away. Two to give away. We're, I never said free. Make people never work said free. We're going to go back and edit the old you know, we've, we've got a couple of competitions sort of, you know, in the in the pipeline, and uh, these are the ultimate. When it comes to Dreamcast collecting, you know, yeah, like I say, these really are sort of the the pinnacle of uh, Dreamcast items. Aye. Yeah, yeah. But we'll have other stuff to give away. I'll, I've, I've got some sealed. Other than that lovely, Dream I've got some sealed watch. games to donate that? as prizes. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have like uh, we're gonna have some uh, some sort of runners up prizes as well. Uh, so you know, stay stay tuned. Awesome. Okay, everyone, good. Super. Okay, so that's it for this week. Um, however, make sure to check out the junkyard at thedreamcastjunkyard.co.uk for more Dreamcast-related goodness. You can also check out the junkyard's Facebook page. That's facebook.com/slash/thedreamcastjunkyard. Uh, you can listen to more Dream Pods by going to the junkyard and clicking on Podcast on the top navigation banner, or you can contact the junkyard itself via email at admin at thedreamcastjunkyard.co.uk. Okay. Um, and there we go. That was episode four of the Dreamcast Junkyard Dream Pod. Um, there will be more in the future, so stay tuned. Okay, bye. Keep on dreaming. Please stop this disc now. 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 now.